Welcome to Cat's DL's Books Daily Tarot Reading, a metaphysical podcast for the spiritually curious. My name is Ellis Barrowman. I am a screenwriter, a tarot reader, and, like you, a spiritually curious individual continuously growing my knowledge and awareness. We are all works in progress. There is no cookie-cutter, one-size-fits-all spiritual journey. Create your own path and let your soul guide you where you need to be. It is Thursday, October 6, 2022. We are set to have a full moon on Sunday, which is a time to reflect and recharge. Make sure to charge your crystals if you have them. Start thinking about what needs to be purged from your life during the waning of the moon and reevaluate the path you're on. Is it headed where you want to be? If not, it's time for some redirection. Also, October 14th is the annual solar eclipse, so we'll discuss that in further detail next week. And because I haven't mentioned it lately, and for those in the Northern Hemisphere, it is officially autumn. The autumnal equinox was on September 22nd, and in the Southern Hemisphere, y'all are celebrating the arrival of spring. For many people, autumn represents change. Leaves change color, fall from the trees. Nature needs to shed the old to bring in the new. Some cultures celebrate, remember, and honor those that came before us. Those who have walked on the paths we walk today. The energy of autumn aligns with the archetype of the wise woman. Now, as I was reading this morning about the beauty of autumn and all its majesty, because that's all I want to talk about, I found an article that talked about how to conduct a personal spiritual retreat in autumn. And I had to think, personal spiritual retreat? Immediately, I pictured tent camping out in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by trees, no technology, communing with nature and you know it may be nice to take a long weekend out in the woods or fall off the grid so to speak many of us that's not feasible so we need to create a spiritual retreat that fits within our lives and our lifestyles how would one do a spiritual personal retreat without leaving the comforts of hearth and home Well, one thing we can do is take advantage of the longer nights, which can lead to more consistent silence and meditation. When the day ends, it's dark early in the evening, so you can meditate. and That may include just reading or journaling or drawing or knitting. Meditation is focusing on breathing and task. You can get out into nature, take a walk. Or for the more adventurous, go on a hike. A new quality of air can inspire new thoughts and fresh emotions. That crisp, spicy autumn air works on us directly. The clear sky and sharp horizons and the saturated colors of trees and grasses awaken us physically, emotionally, and spiritually. If we give ourselves time to absorb the new light and aromas, we will feel renewed. 
We might generate new ideas, new plans, and a new hope for how everything will turn out. Or you can pick up a book on a spiritual practice you've never heard of before, or one that you've always wanted to know more about. Curl up on the couch with a blanket and a hot cup of tea and read. Spiritually curious people often find new avenues to explore and different ways to grow. Really, taking a spiritual retreat is just setting aside some time to develop or discover spiritual practices, awareness, and a way to commune with whatever you wish to commune with, whether it's nature, a deity, your spirit team. This is your path. Carve it in the way that suits you. For today's reading, I kept hearing the phrase, don't buck the system, don't buck the system. So I'm just throwing that out there for you to keep in mind as I go through this. Don't buck the system. As always, this is a collective intuitive reading. It won't be for everybody. Take and use what resonates and leave what doesn't. The Knight of Swords. It may be a call to action, but you have to remember that you are responsible for your actions. So take a pause before you jump feet first into anything. Think before you speak or act. The Hierophant. It's time to follow the rules, and if you've made a mess because you didn't heed the Knight of Swords warning, then you need to clean up your mess. The Eight of Wands. Life may pick up the pace a bit, and it can get overwhelming if you try to concentrate on it all at once. Try to just go with the flow. Enjoy the ride as much as you can and see where the ride takes you. The Six of Swords. Life will eventually go back to a more natural pace for you. Take a moment when it does to rest and recharge. A spiritual retreat, perhaps. Before the Eight of Wands shows up again, this is life. There is a natural ebb and flow to it all. The Ten of Wands. It is very easy to take on too much, and most of us are natural people pleasers and want to help, but it's time to look at your list and remove any tasks, burdens, worries that don't belong to you and give them back. You need to take care of yourself first before you take care of anyone else. You can't pour from an empty cup. And making another appearance this week is the Lover's Card. This card encourages you to listen to your heart before making any final decisions. If you like what I have to say, have a suggestion for a future episode, have a spiritually curious question, or just want to say hey, Stop by my site, catstielsbooks.com. That's C-A-T-S-T-I-E-L-S books.com. I would love to hear from you. On that note, have a thoughtful Thursday. Think about what your spiritual retreat may look like. Enjoy the majesty of the changing seasons, whichever hemisphere you're in. 
and I will talk to you all again tomorrow.